iedereen en welkom bij een nieuwe fancast, volledig coronaproof. Bij ons vandaag Sterling Gibbs. Welkom Sterling, uh, welkom to the fancast. Can you please start with a small or introduction of yourself, who you are, where you're from, uh, when you're born? Yeah, so my, my name is Sterling Gibbs. Uh, I'm from Scotch Plains, New Jersey. Um, I was born July 17th, 1993. Um, you know, this is my first time playing in Belgium. My brother previously played um, for Mechelen, uh, so I came to visit him one time, uh, but never got to really see a game. But you know, I was able to uh, see a little bit of Belgium. Uh, I came once to play against once uh, to get to play against Antwerp, and. Um, but this is the first time playing in the Belgium league, so I'm excited to be here. You were born and raised in New Jersey? Yeah, yeah, so I've, I've, I've spent my whole life in New Jersey. I was born and raised in New Jersey. Um, I went to college one year outside of New Jersey and then transferred and came back to New Jersey to Seton Hall University and played uh, two years there. So I've New Jersey is pretty much all I know. That's your thing. And how did you, how was, how was it to grow up in, in New Jersey? How were you? How was your youth and how were you as a as a young boy? Uh, it was good. It was good growing up in New Jersey. I think it, you know, um, it helps develop toughness in a way, you know, because I think you have a lot of um, a lot of competition in New Jersey and it's a lot. And because New Jersey and New York are like neighbors, you know, you get a lot of competition from New Jersey and also New York. So a lot of the players that, you know, you see that are from New York, we pretty much grew up around each other. We grew up competing against each other. Um, and also um, New Jersey as well. New Jersey has a lot of, you know, great talent. So, um, and it's tough basketball, tough, um, you know, tough areas, tough basketball. And, you know, it builds toughness. So it builds will to win as well. And, and how, were, how were you as a kid? Uh, I was, <laughs> as a kid, I think I think I think I was really competitive. I think that also had to do with having two brothers. So I have a younger brother and I have an older brother, and I'm I'm the middle. So you know, the middle child is always, I guess, kind of the one that gets left out a little bit, if you want to call it. And that's what they say. But you know, the younger one always gets babied, you know, by you know parents. Older one is the firstborn, so it's like you know. They can also do no wrong. More, middle one is more like responsibilities. more responsibility as well. Um, and middle one, you're trying to find a balance between those two and trying to also, you know, figure out where you stand. So I think that was um, big for me because, of course, you know, my older brother, he played basketball. He started playing basketball and my parents never played. So my brother, my older brother played and I saw how he was getting free sneakers and free gear and I didn't know much about basketball it was more of like okay you know what if I play and I'm decent I was athletic at the time you know I'm decent I'll be able to get free sneakers and free gear like he does so you know what I'll play and it, it turned into something that you know I made a profession that that was your motivation to start playing basketball to start playing basketball that's what that's what that was my motivation Sneakers and gear, sneakers you and know, gear. like sneakers, you know, I, it was nice because I would see him coming home 
and he would always have these nice sneakers. And it would be like, oh, you know. How, how old were you when you started playing basketball? When I started playing, I was probably like 10. You know, I was young. But my brother's older. He's three years older than me. So he was 13, 14. Um, and that was, you know, to me, like I said, my parents didn't play. My dad didn't play. My dad played football. He played American football. So, you know, basketball was new. And I saw also how he traveled. He would travel to different states. And, you know, I saw how, you know, my parents were really into it as well. And it was like, you know, that's something that I want to have as well. And, you know, I was able to go after it. And then when you grew up, when you get, got older, you never had doubts. Maybe I should do football or swimming or... You, no. you always kept true to, to basketball? Yeah, I, I played American football, but I think, you know, basketball was always my heart. You know, I think, you know, you find something that you really um, are passionate about. Like, I was so passionate about basketball. Like, it was, um, it was personal to me. So, like, you know, we would lose a game and I would, you know, my days... You know, until I played the next game, I would be thinking about what, you know, Why? the what the, you know, the loss that we had yeah. and, you know, what could I have done better and so on and so forth. They would ruin my day. And I think, you know, I had so much passion towards basketball. And of course, when you're young, you don't know exactly how to put that passion forward. You're, you know, that can come out as, you know, aggression that can come out as whatever. But You know, I just knew I was passionate about it and I knew I couldn't, if I stopped playing and then, you know, I would always look back and think about, you know, what, what if I would have um, kept playing and I was fortunate enough to go, you know, far up into this point with basketball. Yeah, because you said um, you're always like a winner, mm -hmm. but you, you already won some nice prizes when you were a younger guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I... When I was young, when younger, um, you know, it would be championships and so on and so forth. You know, you, you have um, all types of tournaments and winning tournaments, winning trophies. We started a trophy collection that, you know, you start, you win championships. And then in the States, um, you win a championship usually, especially in New York and New Jersey. You know, it, it was a big thing to have a big trophy like this tall trophy. I remember, you know, I brought home a seven feet trophy. You know, we have, like, it's like, you know, we put it in the car um, after we won the championship and you have to put it all the way across the seats. And to me, it was like, oh man, you know, I, I won this big, you know, tournament and big trophy and whatever, but I'm sure to my parents, it was annoying. Because, you know, you got to get that trophy into the car. Another and one. And drive it home. And then it's taking up space and just making more of a mess. But, you know, I've been fortunate enough to play with a lot of great players, you know, who have gone on and done great things. And um, as well as, you know, win and, you know, be pretty successful as far as basketball. So um, I'm pretty grateful as to where, you know, I am now. Mm -hmm. But if I'm correct, I read that you won like a, a gold medal as a U19 with the with the state team. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I won, uh, I won the gold medal, and we had a lot of a lot of great players. Um, 
We have Bradley Bill, who's in the NBA. I want to say he's leading the NBA in scoring. We had Quinn Cook. We had Justin Anderson. We had Andre Drummond, who's playing, you know, really well. Um, who else? It was um, Johnny O'Brien, James McAdoo. List goes on. It was a bunch of top level guys, and we played against some good teams. Um, I remember we played against Canada, and that was Anthony Bennett, who was the number one draft pick a few years ago. Um, so it, it, it's it's been a journey, you know, and I and I. I still keep in touch with all those guys and you know um and you know just to see where we've all kind of you know gone in our in our careers it's nice because we we all follow each other you mm -hmm. know all those guys they're not they're humble guys you know we're all they're humble guys you know even the guys that you know didn't make it to the nba still are successful in their own way you know what i mean like it's just to play basketball for um for a living is is being successful. So, you know, I think, you know, it's it's been a journey. And I think it's it's the passion that counts, huh? Oh, Not everybody can play NBA. Nah, nah, NBA is a different, you know, so it's a lot of things that go into playing NBA. It's not just skill or talent or, you know, whatever it is, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of things. And of course, if you check that box, it's a great opportunity, it's a great, you know, league to be in um but at the same time there's also you know benefits to not being in it yeah you get mm -hmm. to travel the world get to see different um different things different experiences and you know and yeah, i'm fortunate for it and i heard that you met some uh, familiar people from from the antwerp giants in your uh college years uh -huh. you had a you had a, a meeting with Jay Sean Tate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually, so uh, Jay Sean was my, um, after I finished at Seton Hall, I was transferring. And, you know, my transfer came down to either Ohio State or UConn. Um, and when I went to go visit Ohio State, uh, Jay Sean was my uh, pretty much tour guide. You know, he took me on and, you know, he saw, he should, yeah, yeah, yeah. He showed me the, the whole college and you know told me exactly um and actually trevor thompson as well he was he was another one um and he showed me around and uh, you know everything and i i actually was really considering uh going there uh but you know i think what what really came down to it was yukon was a was a lot closer than ohio state was so that's when i ended up making that decision to uh, um, go to UConn. And as a basketball player, do you have like um, rituals that you had from when you were still playing in college? Things you do before a game, things you you, you avoid before a game? Uh, I think it's just the natural preparation. I think, you know, making sure that you get shots up and, you know, you're shooting all the shots that you're going to shoot in the game during practice. Um, staying after practice extra, you know, to shoot with the coaches and shoot with, you know, um, kind of getting, getting along with the players and, you know, building that team chemistry um, as well as, you know, different stuff that you're going to eat, 
you know, that you want to make sure that you, you know, eat well and you prepare as much as possible for the game. <laughs> that was a small gips passing <laughs> by. And do you have like, like a, a favorite food that you need before you play a game? Is there, is there a schedule in there that you say like on, on, on game day I need to have? Yeah, so on game day I, try to, I just try to eat pasta. Pasta with some type of, you know, say chicken or, um, or you know, um, beef. Um, where you know as you're getting your protein in and making sure that you're you have energy for the game and whatnot so I think that's mainly what I try to do and of course add in some vegetables where you know you can reduce some inflammation and you know make sure that you're ready and then after game after game rituals after, after game uh, shoot, after game I think to be honest I, I hate to admit it I think it's usually a free-for-all depending on like how how the game went and how much you know how much i played if i if i played a lot um and i'm tired and whatever i think it's just like what you know it's kind of like okay you know i could have uh whatever it is that i'm feeling like at that moment because i know i probably lost a couple pounds after you know playing a crazy game which has happened a couple times so you know which i i, I may have to actually uh stay away from a little bit to, especially because we have a couple games coming up back to back and then uh, except except basketball do you mm -hmm. have uh, like hobbies ah uh, you, yeah. you just heard a hobby passing by but yeah <laughs> yeah 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 so you know my my daughter she's nine months she keeps me and my wife busy at this point <laughs> you know i she i've been able to memorize some baby songs that that she we keep on the TV for her so um but I you know I think what me and my me and my wife we um we run a pretty much just like a youth program back back home um helping uh develop kids that you know are into basketball and you know helping them as far as skill work we have camps clinics and all you know you know even um, teams and all that stuff um, and at one point when I had left uh, last season to play uh, my wife took over and she was coaching the team a little bit so you know it, it that's my passion you know as far as um, helping kids helping young kids because I feel like you know through this journey of playing basketball I've learned a lot and you know to be able to, like i said my you know my parents didn't play basketball so every a lot of stuff you know they taught me a lot of stuff about um basketball but you know i was able to learn a lot of stuff from people who played and you know throughout my journey even while i was playing i just picked up on stuff so to be able to give that back to young kids who who um who are coming up you know, to show them certain things that they, uh, that I learned later on in my career, if I could show them earlier, you know, it'll help them that much, you know, and I think that's a passion of mine for sure. Try to give them a little advantage. Yeah, exactly. You know, the earlier they learn it, the, you know, the, the easier it is because I think certain things that I've learned now um, are helping me now, but, you know, I think about like if I would have known this years ago, 
you know, it could have helped, you know, at that point as well. And, you know, to be able to push that knowledge on somebody else, you know, to a younger kid, I think that that would help them and, you know, help put them in a better situation. Mm -hmm. So that's a passion of mine. That's a very noble thing to do. Yeah, I try to be. Try Mm -hmm. to, you know, I try to try to help because I think, you know, along the way, a lot of people help me. And you do this in, in a cooperation with a with a school or, or is it completely independent? Uh, it's really independent. You know, it's that's that's why, you know, me and my wife we do it together. It's like, you know, we grind it out. Um we had a camp. We had a camp where it was a bunch of kids that came and, you know, um and it was every every week and you know, we were able to, during the summer, um before COVID, and we were able to, you know, um, have all those kids play and teach them certain things. And like I said, you know, certain things that I picked up on, you know, we were able to kind of pass that down to them. And I think it's helped, it helped them. And, you know, we have a lot of kids that want to come back and ended up putting a team together from those kids and just trying to build it, you know, and I, I think that's that's important now. So you know, you also know or realize the importance of uh, being a basketball player for supporters, for children. Oh, for sure, for sure. I think you know it's it's big because you know you have these young kids that look at you as a basketball player, professional basketball player, regardless NBA, not not NBA. You're getting paid to play basketball at a high level at that. Um, so they look at you as a role model. And whatever you do, whether it's good or bad, they're taken in, and they 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 want to do the same things. And you know that's that's the thing like that that holds a lot of weight because if you do something bad, you know, young kids are looking at that and saying, okay, you know, he did it, so I can do it. I can do it. You know, and then if you do something good, it's the same thing. So I think that's that's big, you know, and. Um, just to be able to pass that on and and just kind of be a you know a role model kind of big brother to a lot of kids that's a nice thing uh, it's also doing it together with your wife makes it double the fun because you can during the off season you can spend more time with your family then yeah yeah exactly exactly you know especially now because because of my daughter being born is it helps a lot you know i think you know me and my wife were we were kind of on the move a lot you know before she was born it was um because it was just us it was like okay you know what we could pick up and go wherever and you know now that we have this started and that we're building this together you know she's able to come here and you know in the off t- on the off time that we have say you know practices early mm-hmm. You know, in the daytime, we're able to just, you know, think of ideas and think of things that, you know, um, we could come up with to, you know, to help. And, you know, it just ended. But like when when I first got here, you know, I was doing virtual um, workouts. So, you know, we would have practice in the morning, even if it's at night, even if morning and night after practice, um, it would probably be around nine o'clock here in Belgium, it would be three o'clock in the States. So kids would just be getting out of school and, you know, we would have a bunch of kids on Zoom and then I would be in my apartment. I had a basketball 
teaching them basketball, you know, dribbling drills and going through, you know, um, strength and conditioning and stuff and all that. So it's just it's just kind of thinking outside the box and on ways to be able to help help kids out, stay active, especially during COVID as well. Be be a little bit inventive due to COVID. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And how was it for you then to um, leave the states, leave your family behind because the first time you had to go without your daughter? Yeah, yeah. It it was tough. It was tough because I think I think COVID made it even tougher because. Because of COVID, you know, we were in the house together for months, you know, what it was nine months straight where it was just, you know, staying in the house, we're together, you know, usually during normal circumstances, you know, it would be you stay in the house, well, not stay in the house, but like you come home after the season's over, um, you know, you have a couple months, maybe two months to you know be with your family and then after that you're going back to Europe but because of covid it was you know from pretty much march on and you know I didn't um because of what happened with my previous team you know I didn't leave until coming here so I was you know with my family and you know enjoying that time seeing my daughter grow and you know, develop throughout that whole time and then to be able to have to leave, it was a blessing and a curse because it was nice for this opportunity. But then it was the first time that, you know, I had to not be around her and, and you know, um, see her growing on FaceTime for two months. So that I think, you know, it was tough. Luckily, she's, they were able to come over then. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was, you know, I think it, it was, it was, um, It was nice because, you know, the the organization helped me out a lot with that, you know, to be able to, you know, get the paperwork and everything. And, you know, it feels comfortable to be able to have my family here, which is, you know, important to me. You said before you knew Belgium because your brother played here and you mm -hmm. played Antwerp. Uh, but did you know Belgium or just by those two things? Yeah, I didn't really know Belgium like that. You know, it, I... I seen the I've seen the league as far as you know I've watched few games but not you know um too much uh, and I think I uh, before um you know I had come to play against Antwerp but I've never played in the Belgium league I've seen you know my brother play in the Belgium league but you know to be now actually uh be in the league and you know playing especially on you know a top team in the league um it's a it's a good league it's a competitive league it's a professional league so it's um it's nice it's nice to be it's nice to be here and nice to be competing at a high level and you know um hopefully we'll be able to um achieve our goals this season and then um for like for Antwerp itself Do you like yeah of course due to COVID you were not allowed to go yeah, very yeah. far or explore anything yeah but do you like Antwerp as a city so far have yeah. you have you done some exploring uh yeah I've, I've done a little bit I've done a little bit exploring you know not not too much but like uh, I've been to the uh, train station uh, because of Starbucks <laughs> Starbucks is right there you know and on an off day I go to Starbucks get a coffee um get a big coffee at that 
and then you know I'll walk around a little bit um, and I, I've I, I've seen I've seen a little bit of Antwerp not you know a whole lot of course it's different because of COVID yeah, everything is closed now. yeah but at the same time it's comfortable I think that's the main thing you know it's not um, you know from what I know and from what I see it's not dangerous it's not it's a very you know um, different places remind me of home so it, it feels it feels comfortable you know I think we at a certain point you know when we have um, a day off or two days off or whatever you know I'll go and take my daughter to the zoo and they reopened it. yeah reopened it so you know I'll be able to take her there I'm sure she'll like all the animals and you know to be honest I think I may I think I'm more excited about it than than she is. So you know, it'll be it'll be nice, I, and you know, be able to spend time with my wife as well. And was it was it easy for you to adapt to the Belgium system, like the the new it's a new club uh, with the facilities like they have? Yeah, you know, to be honest, I haven't seen many like it. To be you know, as far as the facilities and and the professionalism um, is very professional. They've, everyone in the organization has made me feel comfortable. Um, and I think that's the main thing. You know, it's not a, it's not an easy thing coming in, you know, mid-season, you know, especially to a high level, high level club. You know, it's, everybody's talented. Everybody has, you know, skill. So to be, so to come in and, you know, especially as a point guard and have to run a team and, you know, tell guys where to go and, you know, um, lead, it, it's not a, it's not an easy job, but, you know, I, they've made it, you know, um, as easy as possible on me. And I, and I, I really appreciate that. How do you see your role as a guard within this team? What do you see? What, what are your your strengths as a guard for the team? Uh, I think creating, you know, as far as trying to get, you know, guys open shots as well as, um, you know, get into the paint, kick out, you know, help, you know, um, some of the big guys get, you know, open, open uh, baskets as well as the guards get open shots, but also, you know, creating for myself when needed, you know, I'm, um, you know, on on other teams, I've I've had to score more. But you know, with this team, you know, we have a lot of talent where a lot of guys can score, which is good. You know, it takes pressure off me. It allows me to kind of you know um, you know focus on just creating and whatever comes from that. Whether that's me scoring, whether that's you know uh, one of my teammates scoring, it helps a lot. So uh, you know, just play basketball pretty much. Okay, thank you. I have one final question for you, an mm -hmm. easy one. What are your uh, goals in life? Where where do you think or where would you like to be in, in five years and in, in ten years? For goals in life, five years and in ten years. Goals in life, to be honest, is, you know, uh, to be happy. And as far as, you know, to be, um, to have a, you know, have a family. I've always wanted a family. Um, and to be stable as far as, you know, um, being able to take care of my family and being able to, you know, live, 
you know, um, live com comfortably, you know, and, you know, whatever that entails, you know, that doesn't mean being a millionaire. It doesn't mean, you know, it's just, you know, being comfortable with whatever, you know, and being happy with whatever profession that is, whatever, you know, whatever that is. Um, five years from now, five years, how old? How old would I be? I'll be 33. I'm, I'm hoping, honestly, I'm hoping to still be playing. You know, I, I still, I want to play until I can't play anymore, you know, and uh, try to take care of my body and be able to, you know, play at a high level until, you know, um, until that's not able to happen anymore. 10 years from now, um, you know, to be, be at a point where, um, you know, I'm looking back at, you know, my, say, even my career. And if that means I'm still playing, great. But, when, you know, if it's not, then, you know, be able to look back at my career and um, be proud of myself as, as to what, you know, I accomplished, where, where I've got, uh, where I, I've gotten to and what I've, what I've achieved. Um, you know, as far as winning, as far as, you know, um, advancing and, you know, at levels as far as what, you know, where I've played, um, and just being a family man, I think that's, that's important to me. I, you know, like I said, everything goes back to family for me. I've always wanted a family. I, you know, I'm starting to build my family now. Um, and, you know, I think that's the, you know, my daughter would be what, 10 11 at that point has boyfriends yeah no nah, i can't i can't accept that one i can't accept boyfriends we you know she has some tough uncles so you know they i don't they're a little tougher than me i think that was the that that was the reason why you know we we, we could we could chill a little bit as far as you know knowing that we had a girl um so you know it, it just just seeing her grow and you know whatever's whatever's next, whatever comes no after regrets. that is and no regrets. Yeah, exactly, no regrets. I think that's the main thing too as well. So, looking forward to it. We'll okay. see what happens. Okay, thank you, thank you for the interview. And then nodig ik jullie graag uit voor de volgende podcast die snel zal vrijkomen. Dank u wel. Thank you.